Welcome to episode 87. I am your host, Gail M. Davis, and this is Design Perspectives. Welcome to the Design Perspectives podcast. I am your host, Gail Davis. I will talk all things design from expectation to reality, from what to expect when working with designers as well as the trades. And from time to time, current events will seep their way into the conversation. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and listen. Well, hello there. Today's lucky, fabulous, amazing, just really like insanely talented guests is Michelle Dirksy. And I found her because she had put up an Instagram story thanking a tile rep for sending her tile that she did not ask for, you know, and, and I can, you know, understand that, you know, there are many times and designers know you get uh, books and stuff delivered to you. And if you ask for it, it's great. Right. But those of us that work out of our house, you know, I like to keep it tidy and tight. And so when you receive stuff you didn't ask for, it's off putting and it makes you not want to do business with that vendor. Right. I'm glad you're thinking of me, but I don't need you sending me stuff unless I ask. And those vendors know who I am when I'm like, hey, I love this fabric. Send all colorways, please. You know, if you have a book, I'll take it. Um, but nine times out of 10, I have to say the vendors that I deal with, they're, they get it. Um, only one time was I told, because I'm like, I can't, I, okay. So there was a vendor I had just met and I like this one fabric, which I did use for a client and that's the sample I wanted. So however, I got home, I came home from the dog park and UPS had dropped off this package on a Saturday, no less. And my husband's like, oh, you have a package. And I was like, wait that box is for me. And it was this big box. And I was like, okay, well, I'll deal with that later. I don't, you know, I don't know who's sending me something. So I go and I, you know, finish hanging out with my dogs and doing what I need to in the house. And then I open up this box because it was also breaking. And guys, I'm not even kidding you. There had to be at least a dozen books inside from this vendor. Listen, if I would have requested it, it would have been amazing, right? Oh my God, I would have loved it for my library. Yes, because the less I have to go into the city, the better, and especially how insanely busy I am now. And so I had to reach out to this vendor and I was like, hey, thank you, really appreciate it. I need you to come pick this up. Then it was like, oh, well, you know, okay. Um, you could really keep it. Don't worry about it, just put it aside. Well. I'm not going to just leave it around collecting dust in my office. I really am not going to use any of this. Please take your books back and we're good. So I was like, oh, okay, well then you know what? I'll, how about let's set up a date and I'll come show you some other things. Here's the deal. When I need to see things, I will let you know. And when I really need things, I am quick to pick up the phone and say, hey, I need this and this colorway. What do you have? And if I like a fabric, then I'm like, please send me all colorways because that definitely lives in my library and it's a work, it be, now becomes a workhorse in my um, style vernacular for my clients. How do you like those words? 
So anyway, this is how I found Michelle Dirksy. And then I'm looking and I'm like, oh my God, another Seattle, Washington interior designer. Can I tell you, I am so fixated on them. It's Brian Paquette, Heidi Collier, and Michelle Dirksy. Like I, they're, their style is so amazing, but I'm going to jump back to Michelle. But I have to say, I feel like I want to live in Seattle um, because there's this grit about their design aesthetic and this warmth that just pulls you in and it makes you just want to stay there. That even when they do a schematic, it's you're drooling. You're literally drooling. And then if you go to Michelle Dirksy's Instagram it is literally curated like she's working for Vogue magazine, like Anna Winter is like looking over her shoulder. It is beautiful, really beautiful. So um, this is my interview with Michelle. I cut out some things. I tried to cut out where she's having a conversation because her little person at home, well, you know, they were just having a conversation, having a gay old time. And so you'll hear a little snippet of that. But listen, this is reality and this is real life. And this is what happens. You work out of your home, you do Zoom out of your home, you do um, podcasts out of your home, everything is out of your home and it's just a reality. You have heard my dogs bark in the background and they are like downstairs on the main floor in my house. And the, 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 the barking just travels up the stairwell. And there's nothing I can do to do about it. And then there's other times they're like right here, like, you know, listen, it's hit or miss. Don't judge me. I keep it real with you. So without further ado, this long ass introduction <laughs> to say, welcome and enjoy Michelle Dirksy. And please go follow her and please let me know what you think. You're the best. Have a great weekend. Hey, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Gail. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. So I'm a huge fan. Even I just found out about you and I've been like stalking you lovingly stalking Same. you, not like Same reverse. <laughs> um, I want to know all about you. Who is Michelle? Am I pronouncing it correctly? Dursk? Dirksy. Dirksy. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. where did she come from? Like yeah. you are phenomenal. Oh, that's sweet of you. Thank you so much. Um, well, let's see. I mean, I've, had my own business since 2013. Uh, we do remodels, new construction, interior, either you know decor or um, the architectural finishes, layouts. The you know pretty much what all interior designers do. <laughs> and um, I you know worked for other people before doing that, and I did social work before that. Okay, so. Uh, how does your social work lend to the design aspect? Because <laughs> you kind of really are using it when it right, yeah. I feel like um, it comes in handy in two different ways that I wouldn't have guessed. So one, um, since my bachelor's in in psychology, um, a lot of what you do for that degree is research based, and so you know you're reading peer review articles, develop your own experiments, and implement those. And so a lot of detail goes into that and research, 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 trying to find you know, the answer that you want. And as you know, we have to do that a lot for our job. And so, you know, when, for example, a contractor says, I can't do something, um, if I can't do something, that's fine. But if it's just because they don't want to do it, mm. then <laughs> that's not fine. So, um, you know, I feel like I like the hunt 
you know, finding the answer I want or how to appropriately make the answer I want work. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So research, I think. And then um, the other piece, you know, social work, working with people. Um, I worked with uh, adults with chronic mental illness and then at-risk youth in uh, the school systems. Wow. And yeah, really, I mean, some like not exciting things like billing, <laughs> you know, there was like no funding. And so you really <laughs> learn how to get systems in place and be organized and how do you, you know, appropriately bill for your time, which as a small business owner, of course, I want to do that. Right. And then, the, you know, the obvious thing, which is, you know, just kind of like reading people and this is what they're saying, but what do they mean? And I feel like that's a conversation we have a lot um, at the office that, you know, I'm like, don't just listen to memorize, listen to understand and you Ooh, know, try to good. get in your head. Yeah. That's really yeah. good because it's so often people do listen to respond Mm-hmm. instead of listening to like hear what the person's really saying right and so you might not be saying it right yeah because I yeah. speak in riddles all the time like I speak in circles <laughs> and my friends are like you mean this and I'm like yeah they're like well why didn't you say it I was like because I said it the way I said it like that's right. how it's because, coming across my were, mind right or you were figuring it out as you went you know yeah. so sometimes our clients will say like you know, I hate orange. Oh, okay. Well, do they really hate orange or do they just hate orange as paint, you know, or yes. something like that? <laughs> so they don't know. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So okay. I have a team, there's uh, of four plus me, small office, and we really like to do what I think is a variety of styles. And I just want to make sure it doesn't feel like I'm doing the same project over and over. I hear I you. Think, you know, every designer probably feels that way. Um, but uh, uh, nope, nope. I'm going to say I live in New Jersey <laughs> and I feel like there are designers here that have a formula and they like doing like the sectional swivel. Well, what if it isn't a formula to them? What if it's just so nuanced to them that each project is very unique to them? Like, like, that's I what don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say it that way. I just, it's very funny because I feel like there's um, three of them I know in particular, like, they're like, nope, it's easy. Every living room is like the same layout and that's all it is. You don't hard for yourself. And I was like, it's not making oh. it hard. It's like giving your spin on it and like making right. it like each person that comes in front of you doesn't want the same. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. I right actually had a friend reach out and she was like I need you to come do my my um, house and I'm like why she's like because I just walked the dog in my neighborhood and I went past five dining rooms and we're all set up the same way and we bought from the same place <laughs> and I was like oh okay okay yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but your aesthetic is just simply sublime it is absolutely uh-huh. beautiful your Instagram feed I don't know who's doing it amazing um well thanks for saying that because i feel like i really struggle with that and i'm trying really? to make, oh no uh, yeah. no sister this is curated beyond measure like it is oh, i feel like i am leafing through a wonderful magazine like vogue and it's just so well curated <laughs> it's just so like the colors are just so enhancing and they pull you in and i feel like 
in each space I'm standing there. But most wow. importantly, I love your wedding picture. Is <laughs> sublime. You. And happy anniversary because your anniversary is coming up. It's October. It is, yeah. Thank yep. you. And yeah. I'm the 19th of October. So we got married in a good month. It was a nice, oh. cool, nice, cool month. Not too hot. <laughs> well, and congratulations not, almost not, for you, too. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. um, let's talk about design and your process and how that came to be. What was the impetus for you to be like, this is how I work. Right. Well, probably like a lot of designers, I was influenced by places that I'd worked previously. And um, so one Seattle designer that I worked for, um, he had a similar process. Um, And of course, you kind of like revise based on all the places you've worked and what you think (laughs) is the best answer. So we, you know, just like everyone else, start with concept and go from there. And so I don't know if I'll change this in the future, but currently the way we try to figure out concept, uh, because I don't believe that clients know the right words to use Mm -hmm. and, you know, they may not mean it in a different scenario. And so rather than asking them like style questions, of course, I'm asking them functional questions about needs and how they live their life, what they like to do. Uh, But stylistically, I just want to see pictures of things that they like and it doesn't have to be rooms um usually it is um but I tell them to (laughs) pick freely like you're a kid in the candy store you know don't think about if M&Ms go with Skittles just pick all your favorite things and so I I want them to do the same thing when looking on you know Pinterest or House or tearing things out of magazines I want them to just choose freely and not worry about if that fits their house or if that works with their other image or if their partner likes it I just want them to be really selfish and, you know, pick as many as they want. And so then um, my team and I, whoever's working on the project, will review that. And there's the obvious patterns, um, Mm -hmm. which they often aren't aware of. Um, But then if they have a partner, there's also the obvious overlap. Like, okay, they both like this. But then what's exciting is, okay, they both like this, but they both don't know that they would like this. Right. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's kind of how we get there. And then sometimes it's baby steps uh, to, you know, finalize aesthetic. And sometimes it's just all of it from the beginning um, at the first meeting. So, yeah, that's concept. And then, you know, just like everyone else, measure presentations, uh, put it all together. Now you're, presentations when you do them do you do you sit back and watch how they respond and because I always like to see how they light up when you put things out and then how curious they get right well and sometimes it's 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 not just what you're presenting but how you're presenting Mm -hmm. so um some clients you know especially if they're really busy um I can tell that they're like hurry up (laughs) so or or if they are you know and so like that might be a conversation I have with my team afterward of, you know, we're going to lose them if we don't do this faster. <laughs> and I know that there's more to say, but we can't say it all or else, you know, we'll lose them. Um, so yeah, I love watching their reaction and present presentations are so great because you can get immediate feedback, but also ask immediate follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just get to it faster, you know? So again, if they say they don't, like a color or a layout 
that's fine if that's true, but I want to know why. Right. Because the why, I might need to give an answer for that why in a, a different aspect or, you know, just everything's related. And so I just, I want to know the why of everything. <laughs> no, that's true. It's true. And some, it's really weird sometimes why they don't like things. And it's like, oh, it reminds me of my aunt, my aunt Ethel's chair, uh, house or right. that chair. And I'm like, what, what? Right. And I was like, was well, that a bad memory? No, I just don't want to live like her. And I'm like, right. But we're doing it different. Oh, okay. I see mm-hmm. what you mean. Right. Like, yeah. Really interesting. How do your clients find you? Um, Google search is a lot of it, honestly. So this year I went back and just recently, and I was looking at my client list for the year. And obviously some of them were carryovers from the previous year. Um, but one third was uh-huh. repeat business. Nice. And yeah, I, I was excited about that. Cause again, I just started in 2013. And so that feels nice that, well, one, they want to work with us again. Um, <laughs> but it's also cool that, wow, that's so fast that we get to do a new house for them. <laughs> no, it's um, cool. But then uh, Google search is a big part of it. Obviously like referral too, but um I worked really hard to research SEO to make sure that if you Google Seattle interior design, that Mm -hmm. we come up pretty quickly. And so if we're not on, you know, the first page of results, we're not the top result. Usually it's some random articles that I don't know who wrote. Um, And then, you know, we come up. And so, you know, I'd like to say, oh, I'm, you know, the business is going well because we're so great, but Really, I know a lot of it is just because I'm getting in front of a lot of eyes. And so I'm having more opportunity um, of, you know, someone potentially being drawn to our work because they can see our work. Right. Well, once again, your work is just flawless. It is <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, like I'm like. Do you feel that it. way after your work is done, though? I mean, there's always something else that you want to keep doing or to do different, you know, like. You well, never tell the client, but <laughs> you know, it's funny, like as for me, like when I'm thinking about it and I'm actually doing it, like I just keep working with schematics until like I really feel like it's for lack of better terms, like gripping my soul where it just makes right. me happy. And then I'm like, this is it. Like I'm all excited. And then I just, you know, feverishly start sketching and like putting things together. I will great. like I'm like at time I'm having clientele now that are really allowing me the freedom to be me and you know like bring what they're thinking to the next level yeah and that's like I think maybe it's COVID I don't even know because I feel like COVID has besides been just the bane of our existence as designers trying to get Mm -hmm. stuff here um I also feel like when it first started, a lot of my design friends was like, oh my God, this is going to be horrible. I was like, no, 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 no. This is going to be amazing because people are going to realize like they're <laughs> living horribly. Oh man. I was scared though. At first. Really? I, I put an offer in on my house uh, the first week of March and that's when I'm in Seattle. And so all the big tech giants sent everyone home that week. So yeah, I was terrified. Oh, <laughs> I just, I feel like it just, 
has blown up and it's been so amazing. And now I have like the right clientele that gets me, that writes the check, that That's you know great. Re- really wants true design, like knock on wood, because I don't want that to right. stop. But right. it's like I I'm my next couple of projects that are being photographed are mm-hmm. really an expression of of what I can do but more importantly like it's actually magazine worthy and so I have stuff that I can't put up on my website yet because it's being it's going online first like it's it's going in you know a big publication and I just have to wait where I'm like come on can you just drop the story already so I can put this up right well especially when you're waiting to hear back too like do you want yeah. it or not because I have someone else to I have to go to next <laughs> if you don't yeah want it. yeah like come on let so. me know it's yes or no like this is 2022 or 21 was it 2021 where you could just say you know no it's not good okay right fine. next move on yeah um I don't think people realize how much stress designers really on top of COVID and lead times and on top of like I'm I mean, this is your interview, but (laughs) I'm going through and purging in my office now, like vendors I'm not dealing with. And I was like, everyone's got to stop sending me stuff randomly. Yes. Yes. Right. Connected. um, For that. Yeah. So someone said, sorry, I don't know if you can hear my stepdaughter. Yes. Got home from school. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah. We sent samples without being asked and often they're samples I don't need or want and I make my operations manager has them come get it I'm like I don't want to pay to ship it back I don't want to pay her to have to deal with it I don't want her to have to deal with it like I don't you know don't do this it's wasteful for our time yeah and money but also like for the environment yeah I love when yeah, they they say, like "Oh, just throw it out," and I'm like, Ugh. "Now I got to take time out to do that," and I'm not filling a landfill. Like, I, I it's right. not what I'm going to do. So, and I can't donate it to the schools just yet. I don't think they're taking any more donations because you can give samples to like your local design school. But right? Yeah, like, I've done that too. But yeah, but once again, it's still- work for us. Exactly, and I don't even I I still use Craigslist too. <laughs> just <I'm> like. <laughs> in the free section i'm like here it's free it's at this address come get it and it actually works oh i'm gonna do that yeah i got rid of a lot of fabric that way um and it feels great because then it's not a waste and hopefully not only is it being used but it's making someone's day that they're getting something for free (laughs) yeah and who doesn't love free who doesn't love free? yes oh my goodness is there a project that stands out that you absolutely loved and you're like this this is really who I am and like you you're like this is my best shit (laughs) well I think like you I don't know what happened but this year like things are really changing and I feel like we're getting more of clients who want us just one second it's okay hey sweetie hey sweetie hey Harlow Hey, Harlow. She'll be attention to you. Yeah. Yeah. She's so cute. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, I feel like this year we're starting to get people who, you know, not just want interior design and they want, you know, our style. And they're really giving us the freedom and trust 
um, and often having the the check to go with it, which is, you know, even more freeing uh, to make (laughs) it happen. And I feel like, so each time I do my house, I Mm -hmm. try to do it. I mean, obviously I want to like it, but I want to do it in a way of, I want more of this. Right. And so my, my last condo, I developed a wallpaper and fabric line. And so I um, had it, you know, be a major component of the design of my condo and like, you know, clashing style, like quote unquote clashing styles that you wouldn't think should go together and kind of a mix of like maximalist, but also minimalist because it's maximalist in pattern, but it's minimalist in objects and quantity uh, because the pattern is filling it instead. Um, So that was really fun. And I, I think that that, you know, really represents what we want more of like the team and I, we use this in a loving way. We want more weird projects. No, love it. (laughs) Love it. And completely. Yeah. Weird can mean so many different things and, but we mean it in a nice way. And um, it just, to us, it's interesting. You know, I just, I want something interesting and inspiring. Well, so I have to say everything (laughs) you do and I'm looking at is so super interesting and inspiring. And I've, I found you through Brian. Yeah. And I was like, oh, somebody on that side too. They, I was like, those are some amazing designers. I think I need to move over there. Um, But then we wouldn't have enough work for all of us. (laughs) Right, right. It's a great community. I I feel like I've been surprised at um, how caring other designers have been, you know, Mm -hmm. in growing my own business you know there you you face hurdles at times and so reaching out to them just like what what do you do here <laughs> yeah uh business wise so yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's nice okay so before we go a couple of things what is the biggest lesson that you have or what is the most valuable lesson i should say what is the most valuable lesson that you have learned that has changed the way you do business I think, um, in short, trust your gut. Um, so when talking to potential clients, if you're just getting like a weird vibe, Mm. then, then that is not sustainable. You're going to have to work with that weird vibe every day until the project is done at a minimum. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, at worst, you know, it means that they're terrible to work with and, or they don't pay their bill. Yeah. Um, run, yeah. run as fast as you can when that red flag appears, even if it yeah. just like pops up a little and you're like, wait, was that just a red flag? But it's so hard when you first start because you just really want work. Take it all. And yeah. Yeah. And especially, you know, I was trying to build, or I did build a team and, um, you know, the more, the bigger the machine, <laughs> the more you have to feed it. Yeah. And so, you know, I felt like I, I made this big design machine. So I actually scaled back. I have one less employee now. Okay. And um, I, it, I feel like it gives me the freedom to say no more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and that feels great. So that was another lesson of just like, you're at, like finally being at a place. Like I wasn't recognizing that I was finally at a place where I could say no to smaller projects. And it right. actually was through talking with a lot of other designers that they're like, you need to have a minimum now and stop talking with everyone first, send out, you know, a pre-written almost auto reply 
which, you know, can really put off a lot of people. But that's the thing. Like, if you want my company, not just anyone, then I don't think that's going to turn you off. Well, here's the deal. If you are, I like this analogy from Future of Home. If you are a Gucci client, then you, (laughs) if you like Gucci, then you like Gucci. Right. Right. And Gucci is not for everyone. Right. But coach on the, you know, on the other hand, everybody can find something at coach that they like. But if you, but if you're Gucci, you're Gucci. Mm -hmm. So that's how it is for us, for you. You know, and and it's good to say no to people and to have a boundary because it's also your your name, your business, and how you want it to be presented. You right. you can't you can't go with people who go. Can you do my living room? I have five thousand dollars. You're like, oh, sweetie, no. I know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as much we as you clients, want to help. Like one of my favorite projects that we're working on currently. Um, their condo is in a, what was a church. Um, and so it's called the sanctuary and the client, you know, we have this great discussion at the beginning. She's like, I guess I would say I want it to be more mortuary and less sanctuary. (laughs) And I don't want to live in that house, but it is so fun (laughs) to make that house for her. (laughs) Oh my God. That, that sounds amazing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, when if you haven't taken pictures or when you do, please let me know. I want to see that. Yes, yes, it's going to be a remodel, then decor, so it will be a while, but it is fun, <laughs> especially in COVID times. That yes, twenty twenty four. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's delayed. It's just hanging out in the ocean at port, waiting <laughs> to get in. But thank you, it'll be here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness! So before we go, please tell the people where they can find you. Um, online at michellederksey.com or um, you know, the way we met through Instagram, Instagram handles, Michelle Dirksey. Um, yeah, those are the best ways. People go follow her. Her <laughs> Instagram is fire. So that's all Thanks. I have to say. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time out. And this means thank the you. world to me. Have no, a great weekend, great. my love. I, I think it and was fun. I, I think it was fun too. And I'm also really happy to have discovered your work and your Aww. podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, have a good one, my love. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Design Perspectives podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gail M. Davis. I really appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to rate me on iTunes. It is super important and will help people to find where we are located. And the Design Perspectives podcast is also available on Design Network Platform. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day.